0: Cyrus is taking on a creepy character in the first full length trailer for Cyrus's upcoming episode. Of oh, that's Black Mirror. What is the. That's what I thought you were talking about. No, 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 no. She's also in a full on horror she... movie? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she. Miley Cyrus movies, her forgotten films, <laughs> 17 oh, magazine. God. Big Fish? She's no. in Big Fish? yeah bolt i remember wait wait bolt. Wait, wait wait she was she's... in sex in the city too wait oh i'm thinking of lol that's it's not a it's not a horror movie but w- wait miley cyrus is in big fish yeah the tim burton movie she was cred uh 2003 she was credited as destiny cyrus she's one of the kids playing a young girl who went with her friends to spy on the town witch Anyways, this okay. isn't a Miley Cyrus podcast. Um, <laughs> Hi. Happy this is, Halloween, bitches. Happy Halloween, bitches. Uh, I mean, it's not it's, Halloween. It's yet, not Halloween, but... but it's Halloween month, which counts it's for the something. It's month. Currently October the 18th. Um, ooh, we should do a Halloween-themed episode. Let's keep that in mind. Ooh, yes, we should. Ah, beautiful. What do we talk about? Halloween? We already covered oh, Satanism. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Right. Maybe the origins of Halloween? Sure,
1: like Sam Hain and shit?
0: Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Sam Hain and shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I'm Raquel. I'm Brenna. Hello. This is a uh, Religion Made Me Do It. Hey, howdy. Um... <laughs> How so, you doing, Brenna? Um,
1: I'm doing real good. Um... Yeah? Well, a lot better than yesterday. Because, <laughs> like I said, I think I took five years off of my life yesterday.
0: Yeah, Brenna was quite sick yesterday.
1: Well... I wasn't sick. I was hungover. Let's, Let's be real. He's also sick, but Well, it's because like my liver just can't handle it. Like <laughs> I feel like in my 30s there's just going to be like a hit where it's like liver is yeah. and I'm going to have to find like a lovely human to give me their liver.
0: I'm sorry, Boo. I don't think I can give you my liver. <laughs> See so you say that now. Yeah, I feel like mine's going to be just as wrecked by then. I don't know. Like I
1: really feel like I've done a number on myself. Yeah. But like really. Yeah. Really bad.
0: Yesterday. The videos from Friday night can attest to such. Yes. Um <laughs> So, I had to work yesterday
1: mm-hmm. while hungover. And I was sitting there at my desk and I was like, I think I'm dying.
0: Mm-hmm. Like I I think I can see the light right now. Yeah. It's coming for me. You never said anything to us. and you were dying? I, I
1: think so. I think I had like a holy encounter. Oh. I think whatever there. It? I think whatever was up there was like, not yet, I said. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> but I, I really do feel like I need to stop drinking.
0: Oh, it's uh, I was about to say we could do sober October, but we're halfway through October. We can do the last two weeks.
1: Sober October. That sounds horrible. <laughs> Especially since October.
0: October, I feel like, is a good month to drink.
1: It's a great month to drink. Because Halloween, costume parties. Spooky movies. Drugs. Sure. <laughs> apple cider. Pumpkin pie shit. Yeah. Drugs. Octoberfest. Yes. Octoberfest. Oh, yeah. Octoberfest. Uh-huh. So, I think I saw that the Nashville...
0: Oktoberfest is still happening yeah ooh, my favorite like pumpkin spice fall um beer blackstone pumpkin ale that's is it some, good it's some good shit it actually tastes like pumpkin it's not like this like i don't know other bullshit but yeah blackstone like- pumpkin ale if you want to sponsor us please
1: oh yeah <laughs> you know i feel like we should really like look for some local sponsors yeah that'd be sick I feel like we need to find, like, some goth people, though. Like, you said that was, like, Black Abbey though.
0: What does that mean? Well, okay,
1: because I feel like most We need to find pe- some good goths to well, okay. sponsor us. Well, okay, because I feel like more, like, gothy people are, like, more down to clown, if that makes sense, you know, versus, <laughs> okay. like, you know, like the, hi, my name's, my name's. Ashley, and I shop at Free People,
0: and, and I worship Jesus Christ. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah. Like, I feel like that's... that's probably not our uh, target. Yeah, I feel like that's <laughs>
1: not our target, but you said Black Abbey does the beer?
0: There, No, there's... Because um, I definitely Blackstone. feel like... Blackstone.
1: Blackstone. Okay. That's the one off West End, right?
0: I have no clue. I
1: think it's the one off West End. I just West
0: know End. that we sell it at the bar that I work at, so... I recommend yeah. it to a lot of people.
1: I think I think Black Abbey no would also ads. <laughs> I, I feel like we could like definitely hook Black Abbey into doing it because their beer has like a skull on it.
0: Fuck with, yeah. Uh,
1: like a pope. It's like a, sc- a skeleton pope. So
0: surely they're all surely. atheists. Surely. <laughs> Probably not. Either, I don't know. <laughs> can't make that I assumption. don't know. I feel like we're just
1: going to have to dip our toes in the water.
0: Okay. Make some calls. Yeah.
1: Yeah. How do you ask somebody to sponsor us? Do you just be like, hey, can you give us money?
0: Hey, we can do some advertising. We're starting to, I don't know, gain some traction. We need help. <laughs> I'm broke. We need help. <laughs> help me. I'm poor. Help. <laughs> Um, but got yeah, the love of God and anime on my side. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, today we're talking about Jacob and Rachel all and his children, Leah, Leah and uh, Bilhan, Bilha and, 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 and
1: and Isaac and Rebecca. And oh, Laban. I was I wasn't
0: on Isaac and Rebecca.
1: Well, I was gonna mention that just a yeah, little bit because probably. I feel like it's it's helpful for the backstory for sure because okay it gets pretty nutty
0: and it does it's i was reading this and i was like this is like an episode of the real housewives yeah for sure yeah a hundred percent like like you got a love triangle you've got you've got you've got some thievery you've You've got got some deception
1: you've got crazy woman on her period (laughs) you got you got you got but was she on her period or did she just say that she was on her period the world may never know i don't know
0: i Um, think that was a very smart move yeah it's like uh, how many licks
1: does it take to get to the center of a tootsie pop i don't know but i do know that most men hate the thought of periods (laughs) and blood so here we go um yeah, so I don't know if you remember talking about this story when you were a kid, but I was very much aware of this story. Oh, yeah. But it was, like, always talked about, like, oh, yeah, like, Jacob really loved her. He just really loved, he just really loved he her He really so loved
0: her. It has nothing to do with the fact that she has great tits. Like, well, yeah, and I'm going to, like, point this out when we get to that part. There's, like, some very
1: sexualizing Bible verses. Oh, there is.
0: And also, <laughs> I cannot, like... My heart just goes out to poor Leah in this whole story because, like, imagine just being, so, like, apparently so fucking ugly that they, like, call you out in these, like, Bible verses. Like, they say some shit about her having weak eyes. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Well, Also, that's, like, a very strange insult. (laughs) Right. Well, I just,
1: I mean, I definitely feel bad for Leah because, like, the girl... She also does do
0: some fucked up shit, though.
1: Yeah, but I also understand, like, where she's coming from because she's so fucking pissed. She's like, I can't have this. I can't have this. And so, like, I guess I'll have to do this, but I still have to do this. and It's just bad.
0: Yeah, I mean, really all the women in this story are not having a good time because of the bullshit... Like, they had to go through back then. Right. Because, and then, and then the worst part is that these men are just, like, having these, like, conflicts amongst themselves that are, like, like, costing these women. <laughs> right. So, and yeah, they end up doing some, like, weird shit, but, like, what do they have any other choice at this part? Like, no. And that's I mean, they do, of, well, but... Well, that's part
1: of, like, the problem here. It's just, and and I started, like, re- well, I, I don't want to say researching this because, like, I was very aware of this story. But I, like, looked it up online just mm-hmm. to, like, you know, because, you know, there's, like, some churches or what whatnot that have, like, little blogs. And they're, like, doop doo And so, like, I found this one from crosswalk.com by a Mandy Smith that's mm-hmm. titled what can Leah and Rachel teach us about security in God and I'm just like I was what? like I was reading it and so like I get that like a big part of this story, especially like once you get into the part where they're like bearing children and shit, Mm -hmm. they start talking about, oh, well, like God allowed me to have this and God didn't allow you to have this because of this and Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And they're just like this, this article is just like talking about you know i mean it does point out some of the issues but it's just like there are many lessons that we can learn from this story but to me it's an emotional undercurrent that i am most fascinated with the rejection jealousy and the desire to be pursued are emotions that are still familiar in this modern
0: day is this article written by like a christian writer i believe so okay. yeah okay
1: it's, it says it's like from cro- crosswalk.com yeah, I, I think sounds... i think yeah it's it's like a um, it's, like, a Christian website that's okay. got, like, daily prayer and Bible verses and, like... Oh,
0: okay, yeah. And then it's also it's got, vibes. like...
1: I think it's mainly done by women because there's, like, sections on this website that have, like, um. women's devotionals, girlfriends, and... <laughs> Sorry. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> but, like... But the main point of this... Arc- ar- article is to quite literally quote unquote let's take a look at three of the ways that leah and rachel's story can teach us about the security we can only find in god
0: i am see the, okay. okay but i'm like okay, okay 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 also i feel weird centering this story on like not not necessarily like centering on leah and rachel because i want to do that more but it's like like saying Oh, what can we learn from Leah and Rachel as if they had like a whole lot to do with the story in the first place, like as if their father didn't just fucking like fuck both of them over really essentially. Right. And
1: then Jacob quite literally fucking them.
0: <laughs> yes. And I just uh, the, to give the women in the story any sense of Like yes, yes, women at this time They did not, I don't know, I don't know what I'm saying here, basically just that, like, giving them credit as if, like, we can learn something from their actions rather than, like, looking at the story and being, like, these men fucked them over. Right. You know what I mean? Like, saying that they had any sort of sense of self well provenance i guess yeah that may not be the right word but also like i kind of
1: hate the way that god is kind of um he's just
0: toying with them yeah
1: because it's just like and and we'll get get into this like when we get to the specific part but every time you know because when you're reading the story i think in like in genesis 29 it like goes over the part where they start Or no, excuse me, it's Genesis 30. And they're like going over the parts where like they're trying to like conceive and have children. And it's like, Mm -hmm. well, God is finally going to allow you to have this because you're just so fucking ugly. Yeah. So like, I guess that I'll give you this kind of thing. Yeah, And it's just, he
0: felt bad for her. So, you know, here's some some sons. Like,
1: God's (laughs) so great. Like, yeah. So I'm just going to give you a little bit of this. So instead of
0: just, I don't know, blessing her life because he made her. Like he does for the men. Oh, what a thought. What a thought. I mean, like, Jacob, he. he's in the desert and he's already he's already fucked up he's already fucked over esau and his birthright right. well, and he goes like, into the desert and then god sends him a dream and he's like i'm gonna be with you all of your days and then he blesses a stone his stone pillow <laughs> he, he fell asleep on a stone which i don't know if you're gonna have a crazy dream it's gonna be the time that you fall asleep. Your stone head, <laughs> it's straight up on a rock he, my dude he was literally stoned <laughs> know, Boom! <laughs> but
1: yeah, but that's like part of like what I wanted to mention because I was gonna start this this like you know this little talk this little chummy chat about Jacob like a little bit earlier because like, yeah.
0: He's a really shitty dude. He's a real shitty dude. But apparently, he, okay, going back to last week's episode, he is still chosen by God just because. Like, he does. He goes and does all these shitty things, and God's like, I'm going to be with you because I chose you instead of being with the women who are being fucked over in this story. Right. And, like, I, I think, like, a good um, devil's
1: advocate approach to that is also, like, the situation of Jacob being a shitty person isn't also like completely his fault because Rebecca pushes him to do that, which I this feel is like true. is her, is her trying to like which is her trying to manipulate Isaac mm-hmm. and her sons to her own benefit, but I also understand that because she doesn't really she's trying to like use the power pa- make herself more powerful also
0: imagine how hairy Esau had to be yeah. because she's like okay skin a goat and then I'm, I'm gonna, gonna like goat. put it all over <laughs> you. I'm gonna put this goat skin on your arm and when your blind ass dad touches your arm he's gonna think that it's his other hairy ass yeah
1: and there's like this part where like Isaac's like you sound like Jacob but you feel like Esau <laughs> And then it's and then it gets like really like homo and it's like kiss me, kiss me gingerly. Oh my god, which is fine, but it's also incest, so it's kind of not it's fine. It's not
0: incest. <laughs> it was a different cultural Isaac's thing. Like, Give me a little. Do you think he also put some goat skin on like on his upper lip?
1: <laughs>
0: Do you think he like used tongue? Ew. Ew. <laughs> um. Anyways, do we want to get into the actual story? Yeah. Part of it? So
1: what? okay. Like I said, I wanted to kind of start at the the beginning, where uh,
0: Isaac tells Jacob to go to Paddan Aram, or before that, before that, before that. Right. Let's go. Um,
1: so I'm actually going to start in Genesis 27, and so like for those of you that aren't really very much aware of this story, so the whole thing, Abraham and Sarah have um, Isaac. And Isaac marries Rebecca, and she has a brother named Laban. Laban. <laughs> what an awful name. I mean, all of these names aren't really great. Just, just wait. Yeah. I mean, just wait. Okay. Like, it gets worse. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. And so, Jacob and Rebecca, they have Jacob and... Sorry, Isaac and Rebecca, they have two mm-hmm. sons, Jacob and Esau, and mm-hmm. I feel like most of us are probably aware of, like, the feud that happens between these whole brothers. Um. So... Rebecca is pregnant, and she is pregnant with these twin boys, Jacob. Esau, Jacob and also, Ethan. is
0: this the first occurrence of twins that we see in the Bible? I think it is. I think, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: but basically, so Esau is the firstborn, but Jacob grabs Esau's <laughs> heel to like be pulled out like really quickly, and yeah. so it was kind of a struggle.
0: Um, yeah. so. And they were always fighting in the womb, right?
1: Yeah, they were fight. They were like fighting in the womb, apparently, and mm-hmm. you know they weren't having that like brotherly love kind of shit. Um, None of yeah, that. Yeah, and so part of the reason fight to the death that they named Jacob Jacob was because Jacob means to grasp the heel, mm-hmm. and this comes up later, and it's kind of it's foreshadowings for what the whole <laughs> story will be, which is why I think this is like really Jacob's like whole life. <laughs>
0: Yeah, which is part of the
1: reason why I like know in my heart that this story is a bunch of bullshit, but here we go. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, So basically like Esau is like this hairy, like older brother that's like manly man, forest spirit kind of guy. And Jacob's like this (laughs) soft, smooth skinned, pretty boy who's kind of conniving and kind of an ass. And Rebecca, the, the mother and the wife of Isaac, um... Who apparently, like, I guess when Jacob and Esau are born, you know, Isaac's already pretty old.
0: <laughs> he's old <laughs> as shit, man. <laughs> like, he can't see anything. He can't, like, taste anything. He can't even. <laughs> he barely has,
1: like, the five senses left. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's, how, he's... Are,
0: how are him and Rebecca still fucking at this point?
1: Well, you know. It's but old as
0: shit for them. They were probably like 42. Well, actually, no. Never mind. I don't know. But anyway, so... <laughs> so or 900. I don't know if we're like past that point in the Bible. But yeah, who knows? <laughs> um.
1: So Rebecca,
0: like... Rebecca loves Jacob more than Esau. And so
1: she's like, I'm going to, like, help you out. Because he's a
0: mama's boy. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: she's like, I'm going to try and help you get, like, Esau's birthright, you know, to, like, help propel you and shit. Because I love you so much. Kind of blah, blah, blah crap. Um, And so, like, when they're older and Isaac's, like, about to die and he's, like, finally going to give on, like, the older son's blessing, which would be Esau, to, like have the land and the house and the servants and blah, blah, blah. So Rebecca plots with Jacob and she's like, go like skin a goat and like put it on yourself and like take this to Isaac to go eat and then have him bless you. And so like Isaac, who's blind, he's like an old fart and like (laughs) blind and can't really see shit. And he's just kind of like, well, you feel like Esau, but you've got the voice of Jacob.
0: So I don't know, but let's just go ahead and. Bless I like you. how he questions it, but he still goes through with it anyways.
1: Yeah, and then it's like a little bit later when Esau finally comes back after you know Jacob's already got the blessing,
0: mm-hmm. and he's
1: like, "Well, Dad, what the fuck did you do?"
0: <laughs> and Isaac like, he's oh. like, "I went into the woods to provide for our family." <laughs> yeah, he's doing this shit. You can't even. You don't even know my voice.
1: God you, damn it. you just know me by the way that I feel. <laughs> And then, kind of like I mentioned before earlier, when Isaac's blessing Jacob, the the younger son, they like kiss me gingerly, and <laughs> uh, and he blesses him with all the shit. And then poor Esau, because Jacob's received his blessing, he's like forced to just he's forced to fall under Jacob.
0: Also, like this is such a strange this is such a strange custom. Well, I I understand that you know things were different, but it's also just like. You can't also bless your other son. Is it just? Is it just?
1: He's the firstborn. There's like a thing with the bo- in biblical times with the firstborn son, man. I know. I mean, we have like the Egyptian kids getting killed off because they're the so firstborn.
0: Close. <laughs> like by two minutes.
1: Yeah, like grasping the heels, kind of shit. He's like, "Take me with you." <laughs> he was like, "Let me fuck you over again, and again." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. But yeah, so Jacob's already proved that he's a piece of shit at this point. Yeah, because he stole his brother's birthright and took advantage of his father. Mm-hmm. Like really? So like you, you fucking, you fucking shat on your daddy.
0: It's basically the equivalent of like going into like a nursing home to your like decrepit father and then like tricking him into signing like his will so that it everything goes to you. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: So. Obviously, Esau is really pissed and threatens to kill Jacob to avenge himself and Isaac. And so Rebecca's like, tells Jacob to flee to her brother Laban. And then like, there's this part, which I don't understand why Isaac isn't really fucking pissed at Jacob. Because they like talk and he's like, you need to flee. Like, he's, he kind of just, like, repeats what Rebecca says to, ja- to Jacob. Isaac says you need to flee? Yeah. Oh, Isaac. Yeah. Isaac tells him the same thing. He's like, you need to peace out because your bro's coming Eisa's after gonna, you. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, but, like, do you realize the disservice that, you know, your son just did to you? Which I'm yeah. not saying that, like, your son owes you anything. But, like, mm-hmm. in this time especially, like, there's, like, a whole respect arc. Yeah. So, it's just... So... Some time passes, you know, Jacob spends time with the rock and
0: God on his (laughs) way to to Laban. Wait, can I actually, like... uh, Never mind. I didn't have anything else on that. (laughs) Mostly just, like, the giant stairway dream and um, there's angels ascending and descending on it. And then God's like, hey, you're going to have a bunch of fucking descendants and they're all going to be blessed. I will be with you after he does all this. Yeah, which...
1: I don't know. I feel
0: like God's kind of Also Jacob uh er, Isaac tells Jacob specifically to go he, in the words um to find himself a wife um but not a Canaanite woman because and not a Hittite. They're evil. Oh, I didn't see the Hittite part. Um but Canaanite women are apparently dirty horse and um take yourself take a wife for yourself there from among the daughters of Laban who is also his uncle. So He's like, go marry one of your cousins,
1: Well, which okay. I understand
0: that incest at this point is like quite normal, but well, it's
1: not like the whole part about marrying your cousin continues up until like the late 20th century. Oh yeah, for sure. And especially with like, you know, like, Pride and prejudice. well, I mean, this is earlier, that's earlier than even what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, kissing cousins were a thing and up until like the 1940s, I think.
0: Oh, really? Shit.
1: Especially in, like, England, where you had, like, old money families. Mm -hmm. They would marry each other's cousins Mm -hmm. to, like, keep it in the family. I believe that. Yeah. So, in Genesis 29... Is this where he meets Rachel? Yeah. Okay. He, like, sees Rachel in the field, and he's like, hey,
0: baby. (laughs) (laughs) I want (laughs) to... I can't tell in this part if, like he just starts it like if he gives her like a cultural like hi how are you kiss or if he like just starts making out with her at this well Cause, I think
1: like, it's a hi how are you kiss.
0: okay um because Rachel comes up with like all these sheep and then he like waters her sheep and then he like kisses her and then he's like hey um I'm your cousin by the way and then she goes and like tells the father he, like, but I just have this image in my head of, he like, like slips some tongue <laughs> your cousin. By the way, um, but I just have this image in my head of like this man, he's he has spent months in the desert, so you know he's gonna smell like shit and he looks crazy. And he just like comes up to you and he's like, Let me feed your sheep, and then he like shoves his tongue down your throat and he's like, Hey, buy hey, me your cousin. cousin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, talk about sexy. Oh, so sexy. What a what a meat cute. What? What a meet cute. Oh, what? <laughs> You've never heard that before? No. Like meet cute. Like, like two people meet and it's like a cute story about like a couple meeting or something. Oh. It's a meet cute. Oh. Yeah. Neat.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So Jacob sees Rachel. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, I'm your cousin. Also, you're very hot yeah um and then you know he's introduced to laban and everything and they're like oh yeah we love each other so much family and then (laughs) well i mean it is yes they're like we don't know anything about each other but i love you
0: Mm -hmm. um
1: (laughs) you have no idea what i'm about to get you into (laughs) but here we go i love you i love you so. right on i love you i love you so much Mm -hmm. This is just giving me, like, some straight-up, like, toweling on South Park. Uh,
0: yes. You want to get high? (laughs) But I love... Okay, so, like, Jacob, he hangs out there for, like, a month or so because, like, they just did that. And he's like, hey, by the way, I feel bad for, like... Um, making
1: you work and not, like, giving you anything.
0: Yeah, or Laban says that to Jacob because he's like, you've been working with me and, like, just name your wages and I'll just, like, start paying you for what you're doing. He's like, um, my only wage that I want is that I want to marry Rachel. I and want that hot, fine
1: piece of ass over that there. That wop. <laughs> oh, my God. And so... Um, Which is, like, <clears throat> let, let's just take a moment. <laughs> God, like... Yeah, I've worked on the farm for you for like a month, so I think that you owe me a human being. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you owe me your daughter, sir. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. but Laban's like, for it. He's like, hey, better to marry you than some other man. Yeah, like, and um, like a Canaanite or whatever, <laughs> like a, one of those dirty Canaanites. They uh... well, actually, shrimp. the
1: men were probably fine. It's just the
0: women. It's just the women. It's like some dirty women shit. Yeah. Um. But so. Laban's all about it, and at this point, it's like it's talking about Laban's daughters, and it in verse seventeen it says Leah had weak eyes, which but Rachel had a lovely figure and was beautiful. Yes, it quite literally says Leah has figure. weak eyes. What is this insult? What I I don't understand it fully. So, is this her only like negative attribute? So like I, I
1: I've, I've looked this up, and so. So according to um, Hebrew for Christian, <laughs> um, okay. so both Rachel and Leah are considered beautiful women in Jewish tra- tradition, oh. but a verse in this week's Torah seems to suggest that Rachel was the beauty queen of the family. Uh, quote unquote, Leah's eyes were weak, but Ra- Rachel was shapely and beautiful. Genesis mm. twenty nine seventeen. Why are Leah's eyes described as weak? I bet Rachel had more teeth too. Probably. (laughs) Is this a euphemism for saying she was unsightly? After all, Rachel is described in this verse as, he fought maré. Okay. Beautiful of sight, i.e. attractive. (laughs) Does this text therefore contrast the two women by implying that Leah was physically unattractive, or does having weak eyes mean that she was perhaps nearsighted? How are we to understand (laughs) (laughs) weak (gasps) eyes? So the word (laughs) transplugged. So the word translated as weak is the Hebrew word rakot, the plural form of the word rak, meaning soft or tender. Rashi comments that Leah's eyes were made weak or tender from crying until her eyelashes fell out. <laughs> what? But why was she so sad? According to Midrash, Leah's eyes were reddened and puffy because she was constantly lamenting the prospect of marrying Esau. The advantage of the town was two sons to Rikva, two daughters to The the older to the older, the younger to the younger.
0: So is Esau the ugly one in this story? I mean, he's 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 as hairy as a goat. So I I, understand. I I don't
1: know. I mean, I just feel bad for Esau. Period, because he he really just got fucked over. But then, but like most of the most of the things that I've like looked up, weak eyes mean that she was like tender or weak eyes. So perhaps she had either foggy looking eyes. Perhaps she
0: cataracts.
1: Maybe it means that her eyes were not striking or beautiful, like her sister Rachel, or maybe it's because she was lamenting over Esau and had cried until her eyelashes fell out. Fuck. Yeah, so that... I think I kind of like the Hebrew version a little bit more because this was translated more sense yeah because yeah. the bible's translated from hebrew so yeah, here we and go you
0: can't really gain a whole lot of it which it's interesting to base most of your morals and your beliefs around if you're not going to do some really really re- really deep I know. detective work with I know. it it's yep.
1: kind of uh yeah i just yep. so
0: that's it <laughs> yeah so leah's got these weak eyes and jacob's like yeah Rachel has some nice tits and I would like to marry her. Um, And so Jacob's like, all right, cool. Work for me for seven years and you can marry Rachel. And um, then there's this verse that says, so Jacob served seven years to get Rachel, but they seemed like only a few days to him because of his love for her how sweet and,
1: and then she's like bitch i don't even
0: know you and like it's sweet until you get to the point where like he finishes working and he says oh yeah this is my favorite give part. me my wife my time is completed and i want to make love to her uh verse 21
1: what, new what international Gentlemen,
0: what an absolute Well, see, I mean,
1: he's worked for seven years with a throbbing penis in his pants. I I know. Poor guy. (laughs) It's like the slightest gust
0: of wind. (laughs) Well, I read that and I was like, that's
1: really fucking disgusting.
0: It's disgusting. And he's talking to his uncle. Do you want like I wonder if they're just like like cracking open a cold one in the fucking middle of the desert. And he's like, by the way, time's up. I got to fuck your daughter now. Yeah. Yeah. But see, like, <laughs> I feel
1: like that's relatively normal because, like,
0: the women and the daughters
1: of this, of, like, this biblical time period were just, like, livestock to these men.
0: Oh, yeah. So it was just like, sure. oh, yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah, here you go. Yeah. Here you go. Here's this human, here's, here's this whole human being. <laughs> and the the, the the crazy part is that Laban's not even, like, offended by this at all. He's just like, yeah, okay, let's do it. And then he, like, throws a party. And uh, then, like, they have the whole marriage ceremony. And then he brings Leah in, (laughs) which also it's like you're talking about how in love you are with Rachel, and then they bring in a whole other woman, and and he doesn't even realize that it's the other woman. I guess maybe because he got too fucked up at this party. Well, perhaps like so. There's like the whole
1: Jewish tradition of like um you fuck through like a a sheet.
0: Oh, I don't know if they were doing that, but. That seems like there's so much room for error with that, and then shit like this happens. So yeah, it's just I don't like whatever they were doing. Like I think
1: it's really fucked up that Laban would bring poor Leah to the bedroom.
0: She's been crying for years.
1: Yeah, with, and those,
0: now, weak <laughs> with those weak eyes. Those weak eyes. And then finally, like,
1: like the part in the Bible, it's like, then morning came. And it was Leah! Exclamation point! <laughs> and I'm like, "Damn!" Okay. There was Leah. <laughs> like, God! Like that poor girl. Because uh, she, she's like, well, she's probably like what? 14?
0: 12? <laughs> I don't know. 10? Probably. Nine? Probably seven, along those lines. Five? Yeah, maybe. Two? Mm. <laughs> but Twelve like, months. <laughs> Jesus! But at this point, I feel like. I, I don't know if I just like assumed this, but it's kind of like, you know, how they want to marry off the oldest daughter first. Yeah. So it's like she her time has been like there for like some time. And so they're like, oh, we just got to get rid of her. Well,
1: that's what he says, because Fuckers. like <laughs> because Jacob, she, like <laughs> Jacob, like goes barging in, in, you know, lame l- Laban's door. And he's like, how dare Where you? Where the fuck is Rachel. And Laban's like, well, it's not custom for the younger to marry before the older, mm-hmm. so I'll give you Rachel in exchange for another seven years. And so he goes ahead and gives you gives him Rachel, and so he's like contracted to him. Yeah. At this point, and and then of course Laban gives uh, Leah Zilpa as a handmaiden mm-hmm. and Rachel as Bilha, mm-hmm. and then here's where the real fun begins. Oh yeah. so. Um, you, you, you want to go? Yeah. So okay. in verse 31 is when all the fun starts happening. <laughs> so Jacob is now married to these two sisters. Which
0: is just gross. It's always a good start to a story. Right. Yeah. And so,
1: so when God saw that Leah wasn't loved, like that's literally what it says. Yes. When God saw that Leah wasn't loved like nobody fucking loves this poor girl and obviously yeah. not because like her dad just fucked her over her dad just literally which also
0: if we if we're talking about an all-powerful god we're talking about a god who can fix this situation for her rather than the crumb that he gives her
1: <laughs> oh yeah it's it's pretty much like a smack in the ass because he's god and he's the patriarchy so yeah. like he's got to like you know fondle women yeah. uh, so he, he So, because he saw that she wasn't loved, he allowed her to conceive, but he left Rachel barren.
0: And yeah. So, he's like, he's like I'm going to fuck over this other woman because I just want to give Leah something. Right. But it's also, like, fucked up because... Because Rachel is, doesn't really have any say in this. She's just... She's also a pawn in this.
1: Well, yes, but not only that, like, God is the person that really starts the whole jealousy shit between really yeah which is like the quote-unquote he could have
0: just, just let them he could have just let them both have children and none of this shit would have happened yeah but instead he's like oh it's all bad for leah so i'm gonna start this shit between her and rachel like it, 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 you're god so you know what's gonna happen in the future right Right, and so like mysterious ways, I guess. (laughs) Right,
1: and so like this article that I like mentioned um, earlier, talking about um, what we can learn from this story, kind of shit. Stupid. So like it specifically mentions this part, and so it's the second. It's you know the second of the three things that we can learn from this story. Beautiful. It's like jealousy is an ugly emotion and something that we can all unfortunately relate to. So. In the case of Leah and Rachel, I think it's safe to say that both of them had to deal with the ugly side of jealousy by feeling it themselves and being on the receiving end. Starting with Leah, we see at the very beginning that she is not only described as the less attractive sister, but also that her father used the fact of her being the oldest and still single sister as a reason to trick Jacob into marrying her first. And she says, I can't put words into her mouth or thoughts into her head, but I think it would be safe to say that Leah may have had some jealousy at the attention that her younger sister received over her.
0: Okay, and whose fault is that?
1: Right. And so because of this, um, as in Jacob's love for Rachel was greater than his love for Leah. And so because of this, God gave special attention to Leah and enabled her to have four sons. And because of Leah's blessing to bear Jacob children, this in turn created jealousy inside of Rachel. When Rachel saw that she was not bearing Jacob any children, she became jealous of her sister. So she said to Jacob, give me children or I shall die.
0: (laughs) Which is such a dramatic statement.
1: Right. And so like... So, God did bless Rachel with conceiving a child, but because she wanted more, as jealousy had its way, she became pregnant again. And unfortunately, Rachel dies in childbirth. Did jealousy ultimately kill Rachel? That's between her and God, but it does seem <laughs> her rage to one-up her sister in heirs took her life in an awful downward spiral. But I read that, and I was like, but God is the person that she sparked had this jealousy. no choice.
0: These women did not have any choice in this story. Right. They, 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 (laughs) They've been put into this shitty situation not only by God but also the men in this story because have the control who have the control and also their father. So they had a really shitty and that's that's the okay that was what I was trying to bring up earlier. That's my problem with this article and that's my problem with like a lot of things that have to do with anything to do with women in the Bible. Like when when people are trying to minister to women and when people are trying to say oh here's the lessons that we can learn from the women in the story
1: what lesson because they didn't have a choice
0: they they didn't have a fucking choice and they're just doing their goddamn best okay so like we can take the like stop putting the blame on these women who are so quote-unquote jealous because they're literally just doing their best in a very very shitty society they're
1: trying to play the pawns that they know that they can
0: so we should learn some more like like Yes. And uh, going back to like, whenever we learned about the story growing up, I always heard about the love that Jacob had for Rachel and how beautiful that was. That and love things, isn't love. It's not love. It's was. And two, and two we always hear about the, the, like the women in this story and the lessons that we can learn from them as if they're carrying the story and not the men who are carrying this story along and the men who are fucking each other over. They're fucking the women over. We don't hear we don't hear anything about oh maybe don't deceive people maybe don't be a piece of shit maybe like make better business deals Jacob right <laughs> and
1: this is a hundred percent like proven later when Leah has Dinah yeah the one daughter that's never mentioned again well I think she might be mentioned later. I think
0: I think she's mentioned mm-hmm. again and I was thinking about bringing up this part of the story because um, I think Dinah gets raped. And there's, like, a whole thing with that, but we can do that, like, in another episode or something. Yeah. But they literally just mention her. They're like, oh, by the way. Yeah, this happened. Leah has a daughter named Dinah. Yeah. The end He's- of the story. And then they go into the rest of the story that has to do with the men. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> but, like, I hate this article because it th- it's, like... Rachel obviously died in childbirth because she was so jealous that be- she couldn't it's conceive. It's between
0: her and God, as if like this condescending attitude of like, oh well, maybe Rachel could have been better about her je- keeping her jealousy. But in check. quite literally, how fucking condescending! But
1: quite literally, God is the person that started this jealousy battle he because is. he's like, I'm going to let Leah conceive and I'm going to let Rachel be barren because Jacob loves her more.
0: But he's so, God, so he has no flaws, and we're not going to point out these flaws right. because he's god I'm so really afraid of him. so god is like
1: god in this situation not only is plotting these two women against each other using their only like real
0: the one power that the one they power have that they world. have
1: which is to have children and like the 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 sexual empowerment
0: which is basically the only thing that they kind of have at this point. Yeah, and they're not they're not enjoying sex. They're just being pumped and dumped. <laughs> yeah, probably.
1: And so like instead of punishing Jacob who honestly should have been punished like a long time a ago. A long
0: ass time ago.
1: Because of how he fucked over Esau and Isaac, which yeah. like according to Bible verses is like a massive sin. He's
0: rewarded He's by Having an extensive family and, like, descendants like the dust or whatever the fuck. Right. And being blessed by God forever. Right. What the fuck is that about?
1: Right. And then the women re- are then punished for him. Uh-huh. Instead of him. Yes. And are forced to plot against each other. Mhm, which I understand why they plot against each other because they're trying to like keep a husband. Yes. Which is like their only way to have any independence whatsoever. Yes.
0: Not to mention have children, which made her made them valuable. And they were they were both so desperate. And this this is another like part of ugh, feminism that is like I guess sometimes people look at it and they're like, "Okay, I mean, yes, they they did" give their handmaids over probably to be raped. They did. They were very, very desperate, and they were like, we want to have kids, so here here are these other... And so it's like, it's an example of women fucking over other women for mm-hmm. the sake of trying to keep their standing with men. Right. And that happens so often throughout history.
1: Right. And after, like... You know Rachel's initially jealous of Leah and and her four sons that she's been able to give Jacob. She says, "Give me children, or I'll die." Mm-hmm. And it's quite literally because she knows that she'll be chucked aside if she can't give him children, yeah. even
0: though he quote unquote loves her more. Yeah, which also I mean I made a joke about like her being dramatic at the beginning of this, but also like like no wonder women did like say things like that back then because, because they may as like, well die. Yeah.
1: Because like if you don't have children, you're you're nothing. Yeah. It's the one thing you got. Right. And so so then she's like, here, sleep with Bilha, huh, my handmaid, and I can build a family through her. So not only has she subjugated this poor handmaid to either rape or whatever or not, she then says, I'm going to claim your children as mine. Yep. How shitty that must be. That's so and shitty. And so, like, I don't know if you guys like watch The Handmaid's Tale, mm-hmm. but this is like specifically the the verse that yeah. the Gilead community uses mm-hmm. to like justify. Great quality their, show, by the way. R- right. Yeah. It's a great show. Um. It's a freaky, fucking freaky show.
0: It makes me very emotional. When it I makes watch me it incredibly in uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah.
1: Every time I watch yeah. it, which I
0: think is the point of it, and yes. I think like that's. You know, and the... especially as a woman. It's like, oh shit.
1: <laughs> right. It's like, here's how I'm actually like valued by most of the world and historically like
0: Yeah. Uh but the thing is that shit is still happening in a lot of places. Yeah, in the a world lot of places. So...
1: Right. Um Okay. Sorry. And no, it's fine. Tangent. And so like they specifically condone this aspect of raping these women who are quote unquote handmaids because these um what are they, like, governor's wives
0: in the show? What are they, like... Uh, they... Mm, oh, yeah, the, the governor's wives. Like, the, the political Yeah, like, the men. political
1: men that, you know, have all the power, have these wives who are unable to bear them children mm-hmm. because of, like, the state of the world and, like, they have, like, a negative birth rate and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and so they, like, rape these women that are, you know, able to have children and strip them of all their rights and then tell them that they have to be raped every like month month or so ovulating yeah by these men in front of their wives well yeah
0: while their wives are like like acting like they're being fucked essentially yeah yeah um
1: <clears throat> and justifying it because this part in the bible and
0: it's just, there's just a lot
1: yeah, and it makes me sad that this idea of having children to populate the earth is so tied to a woman's identity.
0: Yeah.
1: And what it means to be a woman and what it means to be a.
0: A wife. Like a good woman. A good, yeah. It's like like, the myth of the good woman. Like you have to check all these boxes.
1: Yeah, and you obviously have to want children. Like I don't know how many times I was told (laughs) this when I was a kid and I was like, I don't think I want children. Oh, you'll change your mind. Yeah. Oh, you need to have children. Oh, but they're like, you want, you want children so you can carry on your family's legacy and name. And I'm like... Oh, especially
0: is... a son. Like, this is still, like, a thing. Like, it's so, you can... so archaic. It's so archaic.
1: And it's disgusting. And I watched this really amazing TED Talk about this woman, in Ameri- this American woman, who um, specifically had very viable reasons for not wanting to have children because I think one of her main reasons was because she sees... All the children in the world that have been abandoned by either, you know, parents or whatnot or and saying this is part of the reason why I don't want to have my own children because
0: there's already so many. There's already
1: so many that don't have homes and families yeah. and are either being abused or in the so foster as well care system. So keep a
0: space for the children who really need help right? that are being <laughs> abandoned also by our government. Right.
1: And, and she, I think she was like in her mid twenties. So she's a young woman, you know, of like fertile, of like generally like good. But also not a child,
0: like a very like sane and very strong woman who has enough, uh, like has enough standing to be even invited to be a part of a TED talk. Right and she had she had done her research for years
1: so i mean it's not like this was just like oh yeah like blah blah, blah. and and had very ethical reasons for this but she wanted to get her tubes tied as like a 25 year old because mm-hmm. she was like i don't ever want to have children i think i remember watching this and it was like she went to like every doctor every like and person they and they, they were her all down. like and they all turned her down because they were like well this isn't really ethical but I'm like how is it your decision to tell me what I'm doing with my body and also
0: how are you trying to tell me what my ethics are as if as if like giving a woman choice to her own body and what to do with it is not a very high ethic like it's like not ethical to like I don't know I just it drives me insane it's it's just one of those it's one of these themes in these stories that's be partially because of these stories and the perpetuation of these stories is why these ethics and these morals that we cling so desperately to like not being able to give a woman choice over her own body it's why they're perpetuated it's because these stories are still being circulated and not not even just circulated but talked about in such a way that is harmful and damaging
1: right and also like Kind of the point that you know we made earlier about how when we were taught this story as children, it's like put as such like a well Jacob just loved Rachel so much yeah and it's like this isn't love yeah and. Being in love with someone does not mean that you have to have children. It also gives with them. you a yes.
0: It also yes. It also gives you a really fucked up idea of what love is. Like it's this like oh and like the things that you would...
1: have to do to be able to deserve that love, which uh-huh. in this story is it's having children. children.
0: And there are so many women today to this day who cannot have children or have you know like maybe uh, not. I'm not going to say something wrong with like their um, reproductive system, but who have reproductive reproductive problems and cannot have children who still feel so much shame and like sadness over the fact that they can't have children.
1: Yeah. And I mean, this is, I feel like I was reading some stuff, you know, like from some medical articles about this, but a lot of people don't talk about miscarriages or like Mm. the trouble that they have like conceiving. Mm-hmm. But it is a very common issue. Yeah. I, w- I think like the statistic was like one in three, right? Yeah. Like one in three women either have difficulty with fertility or will never be able to conceive on their own.
0: Yeah. And it's just like. So we're talking about since the beginning of time, or at least since the beginning of the patriarchy, I suppose, a third of women. I don't I don't even want to think about the number of women who have been shamed who have been told that they were less and lesser than because, because a, they didn't
1: want children, they couldn't have children on their yeah. own.
0: And in and, th- and because they're being told that God has turned away from them. Yeah. And how much shame do you have to feel? How do you, like how much guilt do you have to feel? Like what did I do? What did I do to deserve this? And that's such a mind fuck to just say that oh, well, God just decided that like you weren't going to have this blessing in your life for whatever reason. And so so how many women have been forced to feel that way because of very harmful stories and narratives like this?
1: Yeah, because like that whole thing that like children are a gift from God. Mm-hmm. So like if you're unable to have children, it's like you're being God God has turned a blind eye to
0: you because you've done something. And wrong. that that brings me back to this article where we're still focusing on the women in the story being jealous and petty for each other rather than the bigger overarching picture of the men fucking the women over in the story and god fucking over women in the story right why is that not the takeaway from that from this story and instead like women are kind of like self-inflicting themselves with this narrative that they can't be jealous or petty or something you know what i mean like It's just, I don't understand. Well, I understand it. I just, I Uh, I hate it. Uh, Yeah, I understand it fully, and that's why I hate it. (laughs) And I hate that we teach
1: children this story when they're, when they don't understand. I mean, I'm not going to say that they don't understand, but like, because children are smart. Mm -hmm. But when they are too young to really have experienced what, this idea of love is
0: and they're developing just like a general view of the world so they're learning this and they're internalizing it deeply yeah a hundred percent and they're completely absorbing it and it's going to determine what sort of adults they become right so the little boys who hear this story are going to hear about the big awesome men in this story behaving this way and they're going to internalize that and then the women are going to or the little girls are going to hear this story and the women in this story and how they need to be better women and they're going to internalize that. Right. And And then what sort of adults does this make them?
1: Right. And I feel like, you know, even from like a non-religious perspective, like as like a child, even like I was subjugated to the thought that like my only value came from whether or not I was able to produce children. And I'm like, that's sickening.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I still, I, I don't know how I feel about having kids, I may not. I'm gonna cross that bridge when I get to it. But like, there have, I have heard several times in my life from my family members who mean very, very well. Like, aren't, don't you wanna have children one day? Or when I talk about like possibly being with a woman, you know, like in the future, like, oh, don't you wanna have children of your own? Which also there's like ways to make that happen now. But also, why is that? The main concern here and not the fact that I can find somebody that I love very deeply and can enjoy and spend my life with right why is that the focus why is instead of my personal happiness and the decision to dictate my life as I want it rather than the idea of possibly bringing another child into this world it's very fucked up right
1: I also hate that the language that people use children of your own as yeah. though, like, if you were to adopt a child... Then it want to be
0: a child of your own. It, you,
1: you somehow wouldn't love it as much. Yeah. That's a bunch of
0: bullshit. And then, then you have those mixed families that have children of their, quote, their own, and they also have adoptive children. And how does that make those adoptive children feel? That they're not loved by parents that are their own. You know? Yeah. And that's a whole other psychological thing.
1: Yeah. And... I have a lot of respect for people that adopt children. Oh, I really do. Yes.
0: Because
1: there's so much that happens and it's part of the reason why I hate the whole narrative on I want to care about children, unborn children in the womb Mm -hmm. to protect them from being aborted. But the minute that they're born, they can go into the adoptive care system or the foster care system Mm -hmm. and they're
0: not taken care of they're not taken care of they're just abandoned they're they're quite frankly abandoned all because you and they're gonna be abused for most of their life and i i literally we we fostered kids for a year and we saw this happen over and over and over again and we had groups of kids that would come in that were like abandoned by their meth head crackhead parents and like they the 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 parents knew how to work the system well like they of course one one of the groups that we had these three kids had been through the system seven times and each time they went back to their crackhead mother who was abusing them and literally chose her boyfriend over them Mm -hmm. and these kids were just so like the the little boy I'm not gonna say their names but he was two years old and he had his teeth knocked out by his uncle. Mm-hmm. How how fucking fair is that? Like how how is that fair? And to think, and I'm not, I'm not saying that like
1: you can't have like differing views on abortion or whatnot. Yes, but like, make I sure I think that, that that's that's like those a,
0: kids are taken care of first. Yeah, because I feel like
1: all the priority in that conversation goes to unborn children and it's like in my view it's more of a blessing to keep children away from suffering Mm -hmm. than to subjugate them to a life where you know that they will
0: yeah and honestly a lot of those kids like they do end up in like sex trades or like their their family will <clears throat> straight up sell them into slavery like and because it's still very much happening this modern day slavery and it's not it's not the kids who are protected in uh, rich affluent neighborhoods that are being taken it's these kids who are being forced to be born yeah, and into this awful system yeah and you have no right to
1: say that you're quote-unquote saving a child from an abortion if you do not want to protect the children.
0: After they're born. After they're born. Mm -hmm. So maybe if you want to have this conversation, let's fix the foster care system and let's fix the adoptive care system first before we have this conversation over whether abortion should be legal or not.
1: Right. Same with laws that have been passed that keep children from being adopted to...
0: Homosexual uh, parents. Yeah,
1: homosexual parents. Mm-hmm. Like, how disgusting is that that you that you would rather you hate s-
0: two people so like you, you hate a group of people that, so much that, that you're gonna you, deny them the chance to be like a mother or father as you told them you wanted them to be a mother or father in a heterosexual relationship. Not only that, but that you would
1: willingly hate somebody so much that you would subjugate a child to stay in either a foster care system or Mm -hmm. an adoption
0: where they're literally getting the shit knocked out of them yeah quite frankly that's what's happening rather than
1: doing and a lot of them end up
0: fucking homeless right
1: rather than doing the ethical and right thing to do by giving them to people that love them and making that that those people's sexuality more important than the love that they can share with other people that's
0: disgusting. God. I'm getting emotional. <laughs>
1: it's
0: sad. Yeah. It should make you sad. Yeah, it's fucked up. So, yeah. So that's that's the takeaway that we're taking from this story that, you know, like we learn these things when we're kids and we learn them in such a like twisted and just incorrect sort of way that it forms our opinions as adults. And these opinions are quite literally harmful to children, as we're discussing here. Yeah, and the adults that also believe in these things.
1: Yeah, and it's like if you really want to help children, like stop giving them these narratives
0: mm-hmm.
1: or these things that they teach have to teach them how can- to think
0: for themselves and make good choices right that aren't that are based off of what they want from their lives rather than some set of standards that was established literally thousands of years ago right Ooh. <laughs> um yeah but
1: um this is a pretty messed up story it's a it's a really and, messed up story and it's not as though like it's I feel like you have to dig a little bit deeper, but not even that deep because of, like, some of the verbiage that's used in, like, the biblical passages is just really, like, objectifying Mm -hmm. and also just, it's just sad. It's very sad. And so I wish that instead of, like, teaching the kids this story in, like, Bible school and, like, oh, Jacob just loved Rachel so much. Mm
0: -hmm. You know, I mean. It's harder to unlearn a story than to learn it the right way. Yeah. I think and so like because because you're given the story as it is mm-hmm. or you're given the story in such a way that you don't feel like you need to revisit it later and then you revisit it later and like there's so much more shit in here that I like didn't even realize was that fucked up until I revisited it this morning mm-hmm. and it's it's appalling honestly because it's like you have these beliefs That you hold for most of your life. And then you realize that they're all kind of like a load of crap. And that's harder than just being given the world the way that it is. Mm Mm-hmm. Woo. What you got? You got anything else? No, I think that about
1: covers it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's it's just... It's a
0: mess. I mean, if, if we do want to talk about like the end end of the story um then like there's there's some more sons that are born Leah has a sixth son and she literally is like, finally my husband will love me and guess what spoiler alert he doesn't um oh, and then sad. then God quote remembers Rachel which is very sweet of him how considerate of him um and then Rachel has Joseph and, and Benjamin. Benjamin and then Joseph and Benjamin are like, Jacob's favorite children, and that's a whole other story that we can get into another day.
1: Rachel cathartically dies in childbirth with Benjamin. Yeah. Which is also
0: like another fuck you (laughs) to her. She finally has these children and is killed in the process. Um, And then... Well, I think before... Well, she dies having Benjamin, right? So she has Joseph, and then Jacob leaves Laban. And... He, like, kind of... Yeah,
1: Benjamin's a little bit further out.
0: Yeah, but Jacob leaves Laban, and he, he fucks over Laban again. So, well, he, was, he never fucked over Laban in the first place, but he fucks over somebody else in the story because he fucks over Laban because he, like, swindles him out of, like, his good sheep or something, and then... Yeah, but also, like, Laban agrees to it. Yeah, but he tricks him yeah. into thinking that it's a good deal, but it's a really bad yeah, deal. Yeah, well, also, like, Laban fucking, like, tricked him into like this is true this is this is the one place where i'm like okay you know they should have done that but like he goes on the run because um laban's kids are like hey you fucked over our dad and so they go on the run with rachel and leah and rachel steals (laughs) laban's household gods and um then Joseph or jacob doesn't know this so laban shows up he's like what the fuck bro you like stole my shit and then joseph's like or jacob's like oh you know what like you can you can kill whoever like stole anything from you they go through everything rachel has the bit about yeah she she sits on them (laughs) well she puts them in like her
1: camel bag and sits on them and then her dad comes and looking for him in, in her tent and she's like sorry dad i can't stand up in your presence i'm on my period
0: and he's just like, yeah, checks out. <laughs> I would rather, I would rather like maybe possibly like lose all my things than to see my daughter bleed. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um. But then like Rachel and Leah, like they have this, they, they, this is why I wanted to bring it up. is because like Rachel and Leah, they're talking with Jacob and they're like, hey, our dad fucked us over. So like, we're kind of like in the right here (laughs) like he's kind of gonna get what what's coming to him I guess and that's like the one almost redemptive part of the story I guess um but then at the end like Laban doesn't find anything because of Rachel's period and he's like hey bro everything's all right and then Jacob and Laban make a covenant together and they all live happily ever after and they
1: kiss kiss
0: and make with tongue and the makeup and, um, not gingerly, not gingerly, passionately. <laughs> and, and, but, but to tie it up, like they end up. Okay. They do. They, they end up. Okay. The men end up. Okay. In the story. Um, and the women are left to deal with the consequences. And yeah. Rachel literally fucking dies having Benjamin.
1: The one thing she wanted.
0: The one thing that she wanted in the world.
1: Maybe I don't know. She probably Maybe. wanted more. She, but... Yes,
0: <laughs> but one thing she could have in the world, essentially, yeah. Peachy stuff. <laughs>
1: well, thank you so much for listening yes. to this
0: episode and our rants. Hopefully, you enjoy them. <laughs> yeah, quite, quite literally. I uh, hope you have a great day. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I hope you can make it through after this. <laughs> um, maybe pensive day, stare out the window somewhere in a rainy coffee shop and... <laughs> Cry. Cry yourself to sleep. <laughs> think about the
1: uh, these unprecedented times. Just let's please like just take a moment to actually think before we say things. Yeah. Or you teach things to people. Or you teach things or you support... Other people. Oh yeah, it's voting. So- it's
0: voting time. Uh-huh. So maybe vote for people who understand what they're promoting. Um, who, i.e., e. the Bible. You know, you have a man who gets up in front of the White House and then holds up a Bible and he's like, "I believe in this book." I bet you he has never read the story in the depth that we just did. Quite. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> well, just I don't care if people vote religiously, but I
0: hope I that. Do. Well. Yeah, because this country should be about religious freedom.
1: Yeah, well, what I meant is that I understand that people vote with religious intentions. Yes. But I think that people should vote for people who do not subjugate others to their religious beliefs. Mm -hmm. Because... This country should not be formed on somebody's religious values that in aren't. In fact,
0: it was formed against yeah, the idea that people should be subjected to people's religious beliefs. Right, but, literally. you know, things are coming full circle, I suppose. Like, literally, <laughs> the, the people who first landed, not first, but you know what I mean. Like, in our American whitewashed history, um, landed here came, like, looking, if if we're talking about the Mayflower, looking for religious freedom and freedom from persecution and the idea that they should live their lives how they want. And, um, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah. And, you know, you want to talk about the Constitution. You want to talk about the Declaration of Independence. You want to talk about all these founding fathers who, you know, may or may not have actually been Christian or just, like, showed up there for... You know appearances but we're probably deists um sorry that's a whole other thing we can talk about that another episode but yeah you want to talk about the origins of this country and you see actual like religious freedom or the idea that it should be held but yeah so yeah maybe maybe vote for religious freedom (laughs) maybe like be some give it some pensive thought pensive thought sit in the coffee shop stare out the window cry yourself to sleep maybe yes kiss someone gingerly (laughs) hope you kiss someone gingerly today (laughs) water their sheep (laughs) at the well whisper in their the community well i'm your cousin (laughs) and then shove your tongue down their
1: throat Refuse to stand up in the presence of a male when you're on your period.
0: <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. Sorry, guys. I'm on my period. I am not going to stand for five days. <laughs> just leave me be. Yeah, just get the fuck out. I like that. That's the one thing I could take away from this story.
1: <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> All right, well, thank you again to Brian for producing this podcast and
0: for listening to us and our (laughs) shitty banter
1: yes and for removing some of it
0: (laughs) which will definitely have to happen (laughs) if
1: you have questions comments or concerns or if you have topics please either dm us at our instagram or twitter page our instagram is religion made me do it
0: and our Twitter is Religion Made Me. Or send us an email. Please send us an email to Religion Made Me Do It at gmail.com. Send in your own stories. We want to start doing like community stories, like maybe like minisodes or something where we can share your own stories with religion, maybe like group therapy sessions. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that'd be good. Be good. Um, yeah, do those things. If you're upset with us and you want to yell at us, <laughs> I, call please, me. Please. My number please. is <laughs> leave a voicemail. Um, or just send us a very in- angry email and I would love to read these out loud. Yes, quite. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Enjoy thank your day. You. Have a great day or night or Have a great week. Midnight snack, you know, quite <laughs> goodbye.
1: Peace be with you. <laughs>